It's Thursday, October 19th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, today we have really just a, a surreal time that our Columbia camp is over and that we have sent these 16 kids and three chaperones back to Bogota. It was such a blessed time to have these children here in Birmingham to be able to uh, introduce them to American holidays and American culture, to be able to have opportunities to, to just enjoy their company, but also to learn more about each and every one of these children's personalities for the brothers and the sisters and the sisters just to get to know them. And now really the, the work starts as we start to advocate for these children and so many of them, their desire is to have a family. And so it's our great privilege, but also a great responsibility to find families for these children. And so as we close out Columbia Camp, I am so uh, grateful to have Elena, uh, Alana here, who is from uh, Fauna, and her ministry is in Bogota, Colombia, and she is a Yapa there in Colombia and takes care of these children and their files. I'm just going to let her tell us a little bit more about Fauna and the work that Fauna does in Colombia. So, Elena, tell us a little bit more about Fauna. I know that your parents started the organization and just what you guys do in Colombia. So FANA is an organization that takes care of 87 children who live with us. We are their moms and their dads, and we do everything for them so they uh, can have a happy life while they are with us. We also help the state, uh, helping the families who are still who are who are still uh, the guardians of the of their kids and helping them reestablish their rights and become better parents and better persons so they can uh, enjoy parenthood with their kids. We also find families for the kids who don't have who don't have one. And we have a nursery school for 200 kids uh, with at-risk families so they don't have to go into the system. Well, I know we've done a lot of great work and enjoy our partnership with Fauna. And we were visiting with Elena back in May and we had this idea of this hosting camp and Fauna has done many camps. They've done them in Minnesota and New York and throughout the United States and Florida even recently, but just had this idea. And actually Beth was with me and Beth is here on the podcast <laughs> today as well. And uh, you know her from the fame of being married to Oscar and Oscar <laughs> is with us as well. And uh, Oscar and Beth were just married just a month ago. And uh, when we were talking about a camp, you know, I said, this will be fun because it'll be like a second honeymoon for Beth and Oscar. And so the two of you have loved on these kids. And so, uh, Oscar, I know that, that this is your heart because these are children from your country that are coming and really coming home to your second country uh, to be loved on. So just talk about what you have seen through these kids, maybe something that stood out from this week that, that you'll just take with you. Uh, I will say that despite of the different culture than they are, you know, experience right now, uh, happiness, uh, everything like, and they normal, but uh, we know that they don't have family. And sometimes it's hard for this kid to enjoy those moments, just playing around, just to get to know new places and things like that. I've been able to see them laughing like I never seen somebody laughed before. I've been... I, I've been able to see all of them like 
with a lot of expectation about this country, at, about what is the future holding for us, what is coming next. So being an interesting week so far, uh, my prayer is like this, uh, since these kids go back to Colombia, we can start advocating for their future families. This is, this is where my heart is right now. Mm when these kids uh, are back in their country, in our country. And Elena, I know that there's two two boys in particular. I mean, all 16 of them, we hope, will find families. But there's two boys that have been living with you for a, a while. Tell us a little bit about them. And, and just, uh, you know, I know that your heart is that there'll be a family for these two boys. So talk to us a little bit about them and why they're so special to you. These boys have been at FANA for four years now. Uh, they are... 12 and 9 years old, and they're just wonderful kids. They're so resilient. They uh, enjoy life. They have enjoyed this camp so much. Every little thing that we've done with them, they just smile and take the best out of it. Uh, Johnny was born with some medical needs, and he uh, has recuperated completely. And and he was perfect in camp. We thought he was going to have some issues, and he didn't have any. He's just happy and responsible about his things. Um, and Kevin, who's little and, and sometimes cries because he doesn't get his way. A lot he's, of questions. He has a lot of questions. He's just been amazing. I think, I think this uh, 16 kids have taught us um, about, about resilience and have taught us about how you can face life even mm. if you had really hard um, experience growing up. Yeah. I, I loved last uh, couple of nights ago, we were uh, out at a family's property and, and fishing and Kevin was like a little old fisherman, <laughs> just sitting there Hours. trying to fish. Hours. And I know that everybody's heart was broken because after even sneaking back to the lake trying to catch a fish, he didn't. But what a precious little boy. And to see that perseverance that mm. he was wanting to get, catch that fish. And uh, I know that the other thing we got to do was to take four-wheelers around the property. And I got to have Kevin, uh, for the one moment he took away from fishing, he got to get in the four-wheeler I was in. And just to see his excitement and energy and joy. And then there's two little girls that are sisters that I know are special to you. Tell us a little bit about them as well. Okay, so these two little girls are 14 and 6. They've been with us almost for five years now. They are wonderful girls. The older one is one of the best in her classroom. She's very, very smart. She's very responsible. Uh, she likes to do her work. And, and she likes to be a better person every day. And the little one is just dynamite. She's happy and funny. Yeah. They're both great, great dancers. But this little one, is, she's, she could be an artist. Uh, sassy. Yeah, she's sassy. <laughs> <laughs> and she's fun. And she's also caring. And she has now yeah. she, they, she got a little baby. Mm. And so she plays with it. And we had to go and buy a dress that was yeah. pink. So it could be a girl, not a boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes. So I think these two girls just show us how you can take out all the joy of life. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, with really simple mm -hmm. things. Yeah. But, you know, Beth, there's there's still, I mean, we, we talk about these four, but there's still 12 other children mm -hmm. that need homes, and I know we're precious. And so just, you know, from the oldest to the youngest that, that are here, give mm -hmm. us just a quick overview on the, of the other 12. And if someone's listening and goes, I could provide a home to these children, I could help <clears throat> these children, how would they get in touch? What, what do they need Absolutely. to do? What are the next steps? for yeah. someone if they want to to go the next step and provide a home for these kids. Absolutely. So 
we um, have spent almost two weeks with the kiddos, just spending so much time getting to know them. Um, And just by spending that time, you get to know their hopes, their dreams, their personalities. And they're just precious, precious kiddos. And we have lots of photos and videos and um, have been taking great notes on them and just just learning who they are. And so we would love people to reach out to us um, just as we begin our advocacy. And if you hear this webinar or, or this podcast and we're going to be doing a webinar, like, please just get in touch with us and we'll explain how to do that. But we have eight boys and eight girls here. So Elena just talked about two of our sibling groups and there's one last sibling group and two more sibling groups. And there's um, Alejo and Zoli. And they are just a precious brother-sister pair. They're very bonded with one another. You can just tell um, Zoli's about 16 years old, and she is genuinely just precious. Like, she is just one of those girls that is always making sure everyone else is okay. She is constantly making sure that her brother's okay. And I just think that goes to show that she's a, she's a very strong girl in a very humble way. And her little brother, Alejo, is hilarious. He loves to play sports, and he's um, just a very big uh, athlete. Like, he just wants to always be playing. He always wants you to come see what he's doing. With a word of encouragement, he lights up. Mm. He's just the kid that lights up when you encourage him. Oh, Alejo, you did so good. Okay, okay, come look at this. So he is a sweet little guy, too. Um, Alejo, I believe, Elena, how old is Alejo? He's 11. 11. So he's 11 years old. And then we have um, one more sibling set, and that's Nayeli and our one Pablo, who is the star of the show, for sure. Um, Nayeli is beautiful, and she is sweet, and she is very caring and very calm, and she, she wants to sit with you, and she wants you to see what artwork she's doing. And she is a good big sister, and she's always looking out to make sure Juan Pablo's somewhere in the room and that he hasn't escaped or gone and played with the big kids when he shouldn't be playing with the 14-year-old boys. So Juan Pablo is six years old, and he um, is just all things boy, I would say. He's all things boy, and he wants to be um, running with the big kids and playing soccer with the big kids, and he can. Um, Today he was writing his name on the board, and we were just amazed by him. He wrote his name. He's six years old, like... He is just, he's a smart kiddo. And so we would love to talk to families more about them. And then we have a a couple individual kiddos here. So those are our sibling groups. And then we have a couple individual kiddos. We've got Cielo, and she is just, everyone who meets her is just enchanted with her. I would say that they all walk away when you say, who's that girl? Mm. And she's just sweet. And so she is constantly asking questions and wants to get to know who are you and is that your child mm-hmm. running around with the other kiddos and just so curious and so kind. And we've got um, Dumar mm-hmm. and he's hilarious. Dumar is our joy. We just keep saying he's pure joy. So Dumar had was born with a little bit of cleft lip. It looks um, like he has been doing functioning great has a sense and he can sit there and give you the best hug you've ever received in your entire life. Um, he is always constantly when the people came up, um, to volunteer, he was the one outside waving and greeting them the whole time and welcoming them with a hug. 
and he's smiling. yeah always smiling. And even always. when you call him, he oh just yeah, you say, Demar, did you just get up? Did you ask permission? No, and he runs and sits down, but he says <laughs> it with a smile and he obeys. <laughs> and he's ten years old, so we are just enchanted with Dumar. He would be the greatest addition to any family. And um, we have Javier, who's fourteen. And he is so sweet and so respectful, so kind, always taking care of the little ones, always running around, making sure everyone's together. So we really love him. He's a super good athlete. He's always kicking the ball around. And it was cute. The other day, we were all together in the gym, and I watched him go and invite each little one and say, Jose, do you want to play? Dumar, do you want to play? He didn't care if they were as big as him. Like, he wanted them to play, too. And Jose is our other little guy. He has cleft lip. And he is, um, I want to call him my little cowboy gentleman. Like he constantly is helping the kids get out of the van and he's constantly helping me clean up. He is just all things, um, my big helper. And he is just a sweet little guy as well. Um, Karen is our other little girl. She is precious. She's 14 as well. And she is just constantly connecting with every volunteer. She is connected with each one. And she has wanted to get to know them and their stories as well. And she has just been a joy to have here. Daniel is also, he's 13 years old. And he is, um, Daniel Andres, sorry, um, because he corrects me, he's Andres. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he is our other athlete. And he is sunshine, I'd say as well. You just kind of can tickle him or touch his arm and say, hey, where's my hug? Oh, I'm so sorry. And there's a giant hug to come. And he's constantly playing with the other kids as well. And we just, I think Oscar and I especially have fallen in love with him, that he's just been a joy for us. And Mariana as well, she is um, helping us always with the babies. (laughs) When the volunteers came with their babies, she was constantly picking them up. And there was one night we had a group here for Easter and they brought twin babies. And I've never seen her more excited, more thrilled. Um, We almost lost her just walking around and, she didn't even want to play the games. She just wanted to be with the little ones and help take care of them. So that's my little mama. I keep teasing her. She's my little mama. And then we have um, Valentina. And Valentina is also one of our precious girls. She is beautiful and she is sweet and she is constantly, you know, just helping. She was constantly helping the other kiddos. Um, Elena was telling me the other day that she was the one just kind of picking up after the kiddos and bringing them in. And she's always playing the game. So we just... Valentina always will come up and pull my like play with my hair and just say, "Are we good? Are we okay? What are we doing next? Can I help? Can I pour drinks for everyone?" So she's just my little, probably my other little mama. But they are all have just been a joy for us. And I know we certainly have teased about this being your and Oscar second honeymoon. <laughs> Uh, but in all seriousness, you know, Irma destroyed your first honeymoon site. <laughs> right? Then you go to North Carolina, and then now you're in your second honeymoon here. But what a what a sweet picture of really even what brought you together, which is caring for the poor and the needy and the vulnerable children and in Columbia. And so, you know, even though we've joked about this, <laughs> we uh, we know that this is is your heart. And so, yeah. Elena, thank you for bringing these kids and entrusting us with them. And Oscar and Beth, thank you for all you guys do. And we're just excited to see what the Lord does through you guys now that you're one uh, Mm. in marriage. And we got to celebrate that through honeymooning at uh, (laughs) Lifeline Kids Camp. (laughs) 
So thank you for listening to the Fender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we're here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.